ready to visit Lebanese around the world on Destinations with Layla. Brought to you by the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Call 01-513-514 and ask for the special monthly packages. The Cosmopolitan Hotel. High value, smart price. Hi everyone, you're listening to Light FM. It's my pleasure today to welcome Tessa and Tarasahi. Hello, hello Venice. Hi. <laughs> you're the uh, founders and creative partners of a multidisciplinary and architecture studio. Your work ranges from public installations and objects to nightclubs, restaurants and sonography. Um, always very thought-provoking and, and raising all sorts of questions about who we are and, and how we interact. I remember Uh, seeing your Lost in Translation series across Beirut a few years back and, and thought it was so interesting, the idea of helping the community kind of interact with their environment and with each other. Your latest project is called Letters from Beirut in parallel to the Venice Architectural Biennale, which opened a few days ago on May 22nd and will run until November 21st. It's in collaboration with a Sharjah-based uh, Ithi Contemporary Crafts Council. Um, could, you, could one of you start by describing this public installation to our listeners and, and tell us how the idea of this wall of thoughts came about? Okay, so um, I think like uh, also like it's important for us to precise that we're not within the official uh, architecture biennale, but we're very interested in the question that was raised: How would we live together? So the first thing Tessa and I thought about is that we really want to talk about communication today because we think that social media are not like maybe the perfect ways of communicating uh, with subjects that um, need a bit more depth. You know, it's all about news, all about like being uh, constantly in connectivity, but not going into conversations, let's say. So, um, and it was only natural to talk as a content about Lebanon and about the commemorating what has happened in Lebanon, specifically because we, ha we have not received any acknowledgement. There are no reforms that are being done politically or economically or even socially. So, and even for us personally, it was very important for us, our next, our, like the, the project that we did to do a project that's very related to Lebanon because we left after the explosion and we moved to Venice. Well, obviously, like all of the Lebanese diaspora, the only thing we could think about is um, how are we ourselves going to start living abroad and And because we all know how attached we are to our country. Yeah. So, so it was a way also for us to bring back home where we are, is talking about Lebanon wherever we are, however we can. And it manifested itself through this installation where we collected 2,000 uh, letters through a link that we sent, which was very easy to to send out and to collect these letters. And all of these letters are here just to uh, engage in preserving the collective memory of Lebanon. So there are everything, like you can find slogans, uh, protest slogans, you can find love letters, you can find uh, like messages just describing their thoughts about how we can evolve from here. So it really gives a global idea to the international yeah, audience what of we, what's happening in our minds. Yeah, what we, we asked actually is just for the Lebanese citizens to just share whatever they're feeling, whether it's a word, a thought, or um, like 
whatever they want to. And we had all kinds of, of different letters and it was very beautiful um, and also very tough to read them. And we realized also um, that there's obviously a lot of grief, a lot of anger, a lot of suffering. And the Lebanese community, they feel a bit left out because at the beginning, like uh, there was so much attention and the news was... Uh, well, as always, you know, like it's always very focused for like two weeks, for a month, but then obviously it dies up. So people really needed to be heard. Yeah. Yeah, and have their voices heard. So, so it's a very engaging and inspiring project and which, as always with your work, has so many layers to it because this is not just about shedding light on Lebanon or addressing our you know, collective memory. It's about embracing traditions and craftsmanships. It's about sustainability and our connection to nature with the seeds. Can you say a few words about the actual wall, the pouches and the seeds inside? So basically, our um, partners, ITHI Contemporary Crafts Council, um, donated, um, we worked with 37 women from the UAE who hand-weaved the pouches, felt, and the papers are done with recycled papers that were done also by university students. So what we did was basically we um, transcribed the letters that we received on the platform and we put them inside of the pouches and then we had uh, we, we we put inside also seeds um, of edible vegetables that came from Lebanon and it's this whole idea also of like planting the seed for rebirth and and regrowth and also maybe like a, a small Lebanese trait uh, to be able to show a Lebanese trait which is like a generosity like offering something at an exhibition rather than always trying to ex uh, give them information yeah. and wanting them to swallow them. So the idea is basically we a six uh, linear meter wall and from both sides there's all of the pouches that are hanged and people are interacting with them so they're supposed to take one pouch and there are the emails also written inside of the letters and what's kind of beautiful now is that we're receiving lots of like the email exchanges, images, and there's this connection that is happening between the Lebanese community and complete strangers. And you feel like really the, 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 the empathy and the love and the solidarity that's happening amongst strangers. The fact that visitors are encouraged to write back uh, has, I, I imagine, led to kind of a worldwide network. So you've been able to follow up on some of these correspondences and are you aware of how people kind of have connected through these letters? And, and how also would you describe people's reaction to the installation in Venice. So Tessa and I usually we just sit back and we have our camera and we just watch and observe what happens because obviously like we just we propose something but then we're so excited to see how people will take it to another dimension. Yeah because they make it alive I and mean, it's people who make it and like we have an idea a concept and then but it's pushed for further by by people themselves. And like the only news we got from how people interacted were maybe through our friends that screenshot and sent us or people wanting to share what they received through, through Instagram. Instagram. Mm -hmm. So we, we shared or people having a conversation with us at the installation telling us, oh, I would like it to frame that letter in my home or I would like to reuse it. Can I reuse it in my artwork? They're so polite. They're just asking us if they can reuse it. So it's really beautiful for us to see like the longevity 
creativity of this project and how it's transforming yeah, and shaping and and, and there are actually also people that are writing on the wall yeah. so they're they're putting inside letters so it's taking also another thing my sister has quite a nice story also because she wrote a letter and oh, yeah. she, yeah. Uh, so i wrote an, an, a letter about a nightmare that i i, I have been getting very recurrently and uh, a little nine-year-old girl from italy wrote to me telling me hey i found your letter in, in venice finale and i would like to know you a bit more tell me please a bit about you and she sent me a picture of her at the rialto at a famous bridge in venice so uh, it, like it's so beautiful because it's about it's me i'm 32 years old connecting with a girl of nine year old and i think today and you become like, pen pals like it's uh, exactly <laughs> pen pals and it's so rare to have that communication with people from different generations it's not so common and uh, like what we noticed this and i that people people have the need to communicate and to connect today because of the pandemic and obviously lebanese people need to connect even more because they have so much things to say that are repressed in them. It was a very nice medium because now, because of social media and Instagram and so on, like, I mean, communication is very limited also. And it's 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 quite at a, at a very fast pace. So taking the time actually to write and to correspond back and there's this like this whole process of, of email exchange. And and it's been quite nice because also like the, the, the response that we've been getting from the Lebanese people, They, they're really touched to see how people are talking back to them mm -hmm. and seeing the engagement worldwide. And I think this is something that we need also, which is kind of like a hope. It's just like a listening ear also, you know, like very humane. And these letters that people can keep will in a way immortalize your project. Because if I understood correctly, at the end of this run, the wall will be empty and no longer be, which is the idea of, of course, of breaking down walls by by communicating but this project could exist um, somewhere else on a more permanent basis eventually so what we're looking to do uh, because we found it so interesting to send I to have the chance to read all these letters and it was very like a, a very um, release like we, we felt like we released a lot of emotions Th that we therapeutic in a way for, for yeah. cathartic everything so we want to offer that also to the people that engaged and participated and other people that are very curious so we're thinking to create a website called independent website www.lettersfrombeirut.com that way people can read everything and also you can have a box where people can continue writing so it can be a project that can yeah like just an ongoing that, yeah And a lot of people are involved, uh, I saw, in this project. It really feels like you've created a sort of uh, community uh, around this. And not only are you raising awareness, uh, talking about Lebanon, but this project also encourages donations in order to raise charitable funds. Uh, the visitors have access to a list of NGOs. There's a barcode, which is just in front of the installation. There's an information panel and you scan the barcode and you have... Um, four NGOs um, they can contribute to and we chose the four NGOs according to four different sectors in Beirut so we have 
um, Beirut Heritage Initiative. The donations goes to, back to the reconstruction and the preservation of our architectural um, heritage. And the second one is Arc-en-Ciel for Bank to School for the education of children. The third one is Bebouchebek, the NGO who's, well, one of the NGOs who's taking care of uh, the reconstruction of doors and windows after the blast. And the fourth one is Salam Beirut from the Big Heart Foundation. And they're covering also different sectors in the healthcare, um, also psychological traumas and, and so on. So. And they are the only NGOs that are Sharjah based and they're connected also to, to Earthy, our yes. collaborators. So, so can anyone still participate by sending yeah. in uh, yeah. letters on your website? Yes. So mm. uh, because yeah. we're actually um, because the, the the installation is until November, so we're always refilling the wall and refilling um, the pouches. We, as Tara said, like we were really lucky. I mean, it was very challenging also emotionally to read all of those letters because we had to hand write them, and it was this is what we wanted to do as an experience for ourselves because people took the time to write those letters. So we wanted to take the time also to, to, uh, to, to transcribe them. And plus we feel also the medium of, of reading something that's handwritten, like so much more beautiful than something that's like just... Uh, um, it's also about questioning the way we communicate today. So it's not necessarily about going towards handwriting letter, uh, handwritten letters, but also to understand like how we use technology today. Can we base like our communication on a more uh, on more content, more depth, putting more intention in what we're sending? Because even the emails, that, for example, the email that I, uh, I I got from this little girl, it has so much intention, even though it's using technology. Mm. So it's not a problem about technology or not. What I find really interesting here is that because you're writing to a total stranger, you don't know who's going to end up taking your letter. So as you were saying earlier, first of all, there's definitely somehow something very therapeutic um, for those involved, for you, for those who are writing as well. Writing in general is a very therapeutic uh, experience. But also writing to a stranger is like throwing a bottle into the sea. You don't know who's going to read it. You were saying earlier, a nine-year-old corresponded with you. So writing something when you don't know who's going to read it, maybe you say things that you wouldn't say um, to a friend or, you know. Uh, anyways, today more than ever, it's important to keep talking about Lebanon and that's what you're doing uh, through your work. So for anyone lucky enough to see this installation in person, it will be in Venice until November 21st. If not, we'll invite our listeners to follow your work online. Tessa and Tara, thank you so much for your time. Keep up the wonderful work and hopefully we'll reconnect. Maybe in November you'll tell us where this project is, is going. Thank yes. you so, thank much, you so much for having us. It's really <laughs> nice to talk to you. You were listening to Destinations with Layla. Brought to you by the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Call 01 513 and ask for the special monthly packages. The Cosmopolitan Hotel. High value, smart price.